My name is Melinda Butler. I'm an attorney with Butler Law Firm. The longer I practiced law, the more I recognized the confusion that existed around the rights of parents and grandparents involved in Department of Social Services legal matters. For that reason, I started Facebook Live in November of 2019 and this podcast in October of 2020 called Family Strong to build your family unit through character, integrity, and knowledge for parents and grandparents in the legal issues of the DSS system. I am Melinda Butler on Family Strong Podcast. Thank you all for joining me this afternoon. I am going to talk to you as the title implicates grandparents in another state. So it's going to be real interesting um, to talk about grandparents in another state. I am so happy to see um, the, the, the new faces that will be on here this afternoon because we are going to do this, uh, this live drawing at the end of today's uh, segment for this um, Yeti cup that we had made for y'all. And, and we want to get the word out there. That's why we've done this. There's, there's no shame in our game. We really want to get the word out there for what's going on in the, across the state of South Carolina, uh, for you to have knowledge of your rights when you're dealing with DSS, when it's parents or grandparents. So that's why we have, um, put it out there like this. So we, we could get the word out through the social media. Social media is very powerful. So Looking forward to the drawing at the end of today's uh, segment, and I'm going to talk to you for just a little bit before we before we get into the drawing, because as many of you already know, and I see that there's a lot of new faces out there today, thank you so much for joining me, um, but the reason that I started this in October of 2019, October, November 2019, so not 2020, but the year before everything went crazy in the pandemic. Uh, so the year before Corona shut everything down, I had started this Facebook Live. So um, I did it to educate and empower uh, the, the parents and the grandparents that are dealing with the DSS system. So there's so much in the, in the system that uh, it just gets so intricate that even attorneys who don't specifically study the area uh, don't necessarily understand because there's a lot of intricacies in the law. And that's one of the intricacies that I'm going to talk to you about today. Um, as, as many of you know, I love what I do every single day. I'm very thankful for the opportunity to serve the families that I do. And then to educate you all along the way, because Hopefully you don't ever need it, but you need to be preparing yourself if, it, if it's going to happen to you or your family member. Uh, grandparents' rights are very uh, dear to my heart. My grandma was a very, very integral part of my life. She was actually the one that went to me with my orientation when I started law school. Um, but today I want to talk to you about grandparents when they live in other states. So um, I have the, the, the most awesome case for it to, to talk to you about. And it's actually the case that I've talked to you about in the past. Um, the case is DSS versus Erica Smith. I have talked to you about this case so many times now because there's so much that you can learn from this case. So this particular area that I'm going to talk to you about today, I hadn't talked to you about this area with this case before, but there's so much with this case. It's so layered that I can continue to talk about it for week after week after week and never tell you the same thing about it. But in this particular case, um, it was uh, ordered for 
a grandmother who lived in another state. So, so the child was in uh, Union County Department of Social Services custody. The child was removed from the mama. The mama was living in Union County and the, the child was removed from the mama in Union County and placed in foster care in DSS custody. So grandma gets involved and according to the, the case in front of me, so y'all remember, I always have the, I always have the case ready. I'm, I'm always ready to, to pull and cite from it and read from it. But in actuality, this was my case. So um, I, I was I was an attorney on the case and uh, appellate attorney. I'm going to go into that in just a little bit uh, with the trial attorney on that case, because, well, let me just talk about it now. So, so this is why this issue is so relevant today. This issue of grandparents in another state or relatives in another state, it don't just have to be grandparents. It can be relatives of a certain degree. And I'm going to talk to you about those particular relatives that are exempt. So the statute that I'm talking to you about and what I'm talking to you about today is called uh, ICPC for short. We call it ICPC on a regular basis. That's the term we give it, ICPC. What it stands for is Interstate Compact for Placement of Children. So I have it pulled up for you right here in my book today. Um, I want you to go and read it for yourself. It's not a very long statute, but if you want to learn more about it, then absolutely go pull it up. Y'all know how to do it. Uh, if you've been following me for any amount of time since that October 2019 when I started this, I actually started the podcast itself uh, this past fall and uh, the Facebook Lives in 2019. But you can go to Google and you can do SC code section 63-9-2200. And the specific subsection of that that I'm talking to you about today, there's 10 subsections in there. The specific subsection that I'm talking to you about today is number eight. Number eight is called limitations. So I'm talking to you about the interstate compact on the placement of children, and I'm talking to you about the limitations that our legislature has put in place uh, when you're when you're sending children across state lines. And this is really important because um, just this week, my uh, esteemed colleague and I, Nathan Sheldon, who was trial counsel on this case that I always talk to you about. Nathan was trial counsel. I don't know that we could have got the results that we got on appeal had not Nathan done what he did in the trial for Mr. Myers. I was in the trial, too. I was I was absolutely um, uh, uh, integral part with Mr. Sheldon. But we worked together on this case hand in hand as we've done many, many cases for the past few years. And so just this week, we argued this exact issue of ICPC. And Nathan put it so eloquently as he always does. He says, Judge, it's not an argument to make. The law is so clear. I don't have to make an argument. This is what the law says. And so we read the law and it says specifically at number eight, the ICPC shall not apply, shall not apply to parents, step parents, grandparents, adult brothers or sisters, adult aunt or uncle. So in our case this past week that uh, Nathan and I were arguing, it was an adult sister. And DSS was arguing, as they always do, that the adult sister should have to have an ICPC, an Interstate Compact Placement Committee study. 
Well, I know y'all are wondering, well, what's the big deal? What does it matter if they had to have an ICPC? Well, this is what it matters. This is how it affected this child's life in the case that we were on back in 2013 that made it to the South Carolina Supreme Court and we got an opinion in 2018. So the case started in 2013. We finally got a Supreme Court opinion filed May 9, 2018 in the case of DSS versus Smith. So this is how the ICPC CPC affected this child's life, though. And I know a lot of you are on here because you want to see the drawing at the end. I understand, but I'm telling you, there's such good information that comes from educating yourself. If you ever get involved or you know somebody involved in the system, tell them to, to, to educate themselves because there's lots and lots that you can know to protect yourself because this child's life in this case could have been drastically changed. But one order of the family court judge and this is at page number one, two, three, four, five. Page number five on the on the opinion that was hot off the press. Um, it says, however, at the uh, June 19, 2013 merits hearing, the family court ordered an ICP home study for the grandparents. And let me just tell you. Um, this is what the, the caseworker testified to later on. So um, there was there was there was a ICPC home study that was submitted, and because the home study had to go through the process, because uh, ICPC takes a good little minute. In this particular case, it took all the way from when it was submitted in October. Now they went to court in June. Re remember, I just told you that the hearing was in June, June 19, 2013, where the judge ordered the ICPC to take place. But the, the ICPC wasn't actually submitted to the receiving state of Virginia until October 29th of 2013. And then after it was submitted, it took another four months till February of 2014 before they got the positive approval for this grandmother. And the caseworker testified at the trial, and this is at footnote number three on that same page, number five, that she believed, and this is the DSS caseworker's testimony, okay? She believed that if grandmother had resided in South Carolina, child would have been placed in grandmother's custody at the time of the taking. So it's very significant that this ICPC was ordered uh, because it took so long that it allowed this child to linger in foster care, this baby, this grandma's baby, um, just because she had to go through an ICPC home study. So had it been effectively argued at that June 2013 hearing, um, and I, I don't know if, if uh, attorneys were involved at that stage or not. These, these cases take on different stages of, uh, of litigation. So, but had it been effectively argued as Mr. Sheldon and I, as Nathan Sheldon and I did this past Tuesday or Monday, whatever day it was that we, we argued that, there's been a lot of hearings that I've been in this week. So I don't know what day it was, but had, had this been effectively argued back then for this particular child, uh, like we did this past week, it might have been completely different for this child because we actually won our argument. And as, as Nathan said, it ain't even an argument. Just read the statute. And the judge read the statute. And the judge says, yeah, you're right. Um, does not apply to the uh, to the adult sibling. In our case, it was an adult sibling who was trying to take this child to another state. So the child's in another state now, our child from this past week's case. But this child in this particular case never went to the grandma. 
never still to this day that was 2013 we're at 2021 never went to the grandma still no rights to the grandma whereas if the icpc hadn't been ordered that child's life could have very well been very different at this time for better or for worse who knows but the grandma according to the caseworker um, she believed the grandma would have had that child in her care and in fact the supreme court you know um, analyzed analyzed the grandma at the end of the case so just understand um, this is how little nuances in the law can affect the outcome of a child's life significantly so that section that has a limitation there um, can be argued in the court to not apply to relatives in another state these particular relatives that are mentioned specifically grandparents and adult brothers and and uh, sisters and adult aunts and uncles and parents, parents. So even DSS will even argue a lot of times when they come into court that a parent, a, a biological parent, a biological daddy in another state has to have an ICPC home study to get his own child in his home. How outlandish. So don't let that argument take over. I know that um, uh, some, of you, some of your attorneys that are that are watching or will watch later, um, don't don't let that argument slip by you. Get the get the 63-9-2200 section 8 ingrained in your mind as if you would, you know, Psalm 23 or whatever verse that you that you study on and meditate on all the time. So um, I'm going to end this by saying, uh, if you have questions, there's a lot of uh, material backdated on Butler Law Firm. Um, if you go to the Butler Law Firm Facebook page, it was started. These Facebook lives were started there in 2019. So if you have you want to get deeper into these issues, there's also the podcast on Spotify. You can uh, go to Spotify, download that free app and just look up Family Strong or look up Melinda Butler. It'll allow you to subscribe. You'll get notices when there's new a new podcast. Um, but without further ado, I'm going to uh, ask if Heather wants to come on. I think she was going to send me an invite so that she could um, so that she could do the drawing for us. Heather's usually here live in person with me, but Heather could not be live today. There she comes. Heather, hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey. So we got the cut Hi. ready. Uh, Heather's got Parker, my nephew. I think he's actually going to do the drawing. Uh, Heather's, Heather is my uh, marketing director. She, we put her in that position this past year. And she's also my second to the youngest sister. I love her very much. Don't know what I'd do without her during this season. So thank you, Heather. And thank you, Parker, for being with us. Um, she's going to she's gonna do the name. Um, she's going to tell you how she, how she uh, put it all together and then let Parker draw. All right, we got everybody's name that shared the post about the Yeti, and they are all in here in the bowl. We're going to let Parker close his eyes, close your eyes, look up at the ceiling, and pick one name out of the bucket. Just one. <laughs> all right. Okay. Can you read it? No. All right, open it up good for me so I can read it. What does that say? Melissa... Salsa? Oh, Melissa Salsa. 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 Melissa Salsa.
Susa. All right. Congratulations, Yay. Melissa. Yes, yes, yes. So um, our staff will be in contact with you so that you can we can make arrangements for you to pick up the cup. We thank you all so much for joining us today and for, for sharing and, and uh, just putting the word out there. There's just so much that you can educate yourself on and we're lacking in this particular area. So I want, I want it to be out there so you can educate. Thank you.